offer biblical strategies for effective teaching. And today I have a special guest, my sister in love, Stacey Johnson. How are you today, Stacey? Hey, I'm good. I'm good. So happy to be here with Educators with Oil. <laughs> I'm glad to have you. I'm so glad that you agreed. And uh, I, I just can't wait to get into this topic. Yeah. Uh, so our topic is homeschooling. You know, we are educators and you are a homeschooler. That's a whole different ball game over there. So mm -hmm. uh, I tried it. I'm just going to tell you, I tried it when my daughter was a kid. I fly. I was a, I failed that total test. Mm -hmm. I, I didn't have the support. I was young mm -hmm. and I had the support. I didn't know how to get it. So I just want to know, how did you get into homeschooling? Okay, so first of all, um, I have, if, so I, with our family dynamic, um, being at home, first I was a stay-at-home wife. When I met your brother, um, I have, I brought my older daughter to the relationship. He brought his first daughter to the relationship. So yeah, my daughter was already in school. It was already, you know, it's the, that's the norm. You go, go to daycare, you go to pre-K, you go to school. Now I have found her a really nice Christian private school, um, which I love. So, you know, we married for a few years and um, then our first daughter together uh, was conceived and born Adrian Grace Johnson. And since I wasn't working, there was no reason for her to go to a daycare. So being home with her all the time was an extremely new experience. I loved every moment of it. And so I think that was that was the start of it, just even experiencing that, being with my baby every day, like not dropping her off at a daycare, not having to pack that bag, like literally not missing a second of her developmental stages and her milestones. So when she got like around four, when it's time for pre-K, I think I was just kind of sitting around, like not, couldn't believe that I'm about to drop my baby off, you know, like... <laughs> Somebody else gonna be with I'm I'm literally doing the math. I'm like, wait a minute. So she with them eight hours a day. And you know, we come home, we eat dinner, and it's time to get in the bed, get ready for the next day. Yeah. And it's like, wait a minute, y'all are with my baby more than I would be. And then I'm home. So it that's that's like that's something that I really emphasize, like being home. So I'm here all yeah. day. I know some wives stay at home while their children go to school, which I think is still great to have mm -hmm. this time, but for me, I was like, mm, I want my baby. And so I know to want my baby, I have to educate my child. So it had always like been in my head. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. I, hmm? No, I'm just saying. Oh, yeah. Okay. okay, yeah. So it had always been in my head and kind of like, I'm going to say like just in a small compartment in my heart. But like I said, the school that she went to was amazing. So there was, it, it, you know, I couldn't find a problem to homeschool. It wasn't like, Oh, I'm homeschooling in response to an issue because it wasn't that mm -hmm. she was in a great school. Um, so I kind of already had been feeling like it as she went to her first year of kindergarten. I'm just like, you know, I had already kind of said it to my husband before, but you know, I am, I am uh adventurous. I'm impulsive. So for him, I feel like that he just was like, oh, this is another one of her, you know, ideas. I had um I had a therapist ask me, she was like, Do you have any hobbies? I was like, Yeah, starting hobbies. Like, I'm not gonna, <laughs> I'm not gonna, I might not carry the hobby out to completion, but I'm gonna have fun preparing for this hobby. Like, I'm gonna go buy all the stuff, I'm gonna research. So 
my husband was like, yeah, you're not finna do that, you know, to our child. It's her education. So I appreciate uh-huh. that. Okay, so fast forward to, <laughs> to COVID. So this, this is her kindergarten year. And so we go hybrid. So she's a, a you know, a full of energy, little beautiful little five-year-old mm-hmm. trying to sit um, at a computer. Oh, and, yeah. and this is her introduction to kindergarten. And so what made that harder too is that I had another, I had her younger sister, I had promise, and I might've been pregnant with Zion. Um, but either way, me entertaining my other children going outside playing that was very painful for everybody like that was painful for me to have to be like no age grace you have to stay in front of the computer uh, of course it was painful for her she like well why I gotta sit here you know and they don't and then trying to keep us all in the same room together we were a distraction it was just, it was a lot and it was and it was not for us um so being doing that really put my my research into overdrive um so and I knew that I had to find some type of um place um so you could ask me what was the reason for the so the deciding was one of you my child was my first deciding factor um wanted to basically had a time with her um and then also with the work that your brother does um being a gospel rapper uh independent getting called all over the country we want to go so I don't want to check her out of school. So that was a, that was another thing. So before I, cause I'll jump ahead and I'll be answering all the questions before you get a chance to ask. So let me stop. That, deciding, that is, that's my, deciding, my deciding factor was really wanting to spend time with my child, like, and, um, and being able to travel with her dad, with his job. Oh, okay. Yeah. And so I, because I'm a teacher, you know, I did that hybrid. It wasn't hybrid. This was f- you know, full on at home mm-hmm. on the computer. And I mm-hmm. had to bring all of my stuff home. So, and then for you to say that you feel some type of way taking your child and you want to teach her. So mm-hmm. I I forgot now, I, I, I was ready to talk to you, but I got Proverbs 22 and six. It says, train up a child in the way that he should go. And when he's old, he will not depart. So we're not just teaching our children read how to read, write, and do some math. We're mm-hmm. teaching them what they should be when they become adults. You know, we want to know not what you're going to do, but who are you going to be Absolutely. when you become an adult? So that is like awesome. And yeah. I heard you say, I don't know, I'm going to let you talk in one sec. Then mm-hmm. I heard you say, you have a husband, you want to travel yeah. with him. Yeah. You have more children who weren't in school yet and in school. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that Proverbs, you sound like Proverbs thir- 31 woman. So sure. <laughs> I'm working I'm on it. <laughs> I am trying. Yeah, I- I'm loving it. I thought, you know, I follow you. Yeah. So, <laughs> this is, she is clothed with strength and dignity, and she can laugh at days to come. So you're going to be happy doing this because you weren't happy dropping your baby off. That mm-hmm. doesn't make you happy. So there's something, a disconnect right there with that Proverbs 31 mm-hmm. woman. Yeah. She's with wisdom and faith and faithful instruction is on her tongue. She watches mm-hmm. over the affairs of her household and does not eat bread and idleness. Mm-hmm. This sounds like you. They were mm-hmm. descri- describing you. Her children arise and call her blessed. Her husband also, and he praises her. I saw that tribute that your husband had the other day. Mm-hmm. It right. took a minute. 
I loved it. Mm-hmm. I I don't know you should, I know you were grinning. I don't even. Oh yeah. Uh-huh, yeah, for sure. So I'm gonna finish real fast. Many women do noble things, but you surpass them all. Charm mm-hmm. is deceptive and beauty is fleeting, but a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. Give her the reward she has earned and let her works bring her uh, praise at the city gate. Mm-hmm. It's your praise. I, your husband does it. I know he does. And yeah. I, I, this is that's describing you. I know you know it. But mm-hmm. to hear somebody actually say, read it and see you, mm-hmm. I, that's something. It says that everybody call, you know, you are praised, right? Yeah. You call you, yeah. your children call you blessed. So yeah. You got that with this. This is awesome. Mm-hmm. So, okay, you decide to do it. You got ready. It's mm-hmm. COVID. You're in the house. Yeah. And then we didn't go, even if that was the end of, that was in March somewhere. You didn't still didn't. Okay, it's March. Then you got to May in, in Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Then that doesn't mean come August, you back in school. Mm-hmm. So you had to prepare. What did you do? Like, you, I know you could be ready to do it, but how did you actually do it? Yeah. So first, I mean, I really did. I had to spend a lot of time um, researching before I even jumped out there. And even and even when I finally could, because my main, my main person who I had to convince was their dad. Like, mm-hmm. just because of my personality type, um, and just neither one of us knowing anybody who was homeschooled. So that is foreign. It, it was um, especially, I think now it's more popular, but in a black community, like I knew, you know, I knew some white people. I met some white people in my adult years that said they were homeschooled. But when I was actually coming up, I had never met a black person who was homeschooled, like mm. never. Um, so I didn't even have anything to compare it to. So that was my first, like, challenge was just like trying to research enough because I knew what I felt in my heart I Mm -hmm. knew I felt capable I knew that this is what I wanted to do I knew that it wasn't you know like a dopamine chase like I knew that is what I wanted to do and what I needed to do and what I was supposed to do but it was just really praying and also you know using wisdom to present it to my husband so that he could feel comfortable so even after I made that jump I knew that okay immediately I had to I had to kind of get some type of support because like you said lack of support is a thing like you will jump out there and before you know it you drown and you didn't you know got back on the bank coughing because you almost died you know you're uh-huh. choking on water so um so I found a place on Facebook and I think she was running ads it was called the Melanin Village and they work in the Mighty Networks app and if it was not for that community, I would say that I would not be doing it. Like it was literally a collective of brown melanated mothers who were homeschooling their children. And in that platform, we shared, you know, ideas, we shared struggles, we shared joys, we shared curriculums, we shared resources. We had Zoom meetings like every other Saturday, like the... um. And the facilitator, her name is Brenea Fairchild, and she just went encourage us. She was speaking to us, like really gave us a space to just share um, and and be okay with not knowing exactly what we're doing, you know. So she was yeah. an educator. I know she has plenty of degrees. I believe she 
you know, teaching other people's children and businesses, but she homeschooling her boys now. Um, so that place really, of course, I give God the glory for, um, you know, leading me there. But naturally on this side of heaven, I have to give the Melanin Village like all props because it was it was an app. It was easy, accessible, like anything. I go in there and search, you know, fish tank project. And it's just, you know, stuff gonna come up like, um, so it was so beautiful. And then, and she, I believe that the Melanin Village was able to flourish because of COVID. Like everybody was on the computer. So it, people from across the country, um, women and and um, some dads, but mostly moms and their brown children. So yeah, that was um, that was that was how I was able to do it initially, and that's where I really got a lot of my motivation and my validation and my encouragement to go for it. Oh, that's cool. I remember when you started. I remember I googled some stuff, and there was a lady. I don't know if that's her because I don't mm -hmm. remember her name, but she mm -hmm. was out there on on YouTube. I, I don't know anything about Mighty. Now I'm on them. What is it called? A Mighty. So Mighty Networks. Yeah, that's just that's an that's app. A app. A lot of, yeah, a lot of people have platforms in there because my I have a platform in that app. So they are a community app, but that's where they had their community. And girl, it might have been. It might. It, Renetta, it might have been. I have no idea. I know I saw yeah. them run the ad on Facebook, but it could have just been God. Like, let me send it to you from every, you know, from yeah. every side, every corner. Mm -hmm. yeah i i don't know i know we have the, the live book read in that mighty network i don't know mm -hmm. i know it's mighty something and mm -hmm. um so to find somebody that is teaching you how to how to educate uh black children mm -hmm. your own black children because yeah. you know in the public school we are not caring what color a child is we're trying mm -hmm. to I because I'm I'm brown, black, whatever you want to call me. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to work. I have all Hispanic students. I don't have one black child in my class. All mm -hmm. of my students are bilingual or learning English. So mm -hmm. that's my and I'm trying to give them what they need, and it's hard. It is mm -hmm. difficult. So to have a group that is there for you, that's awesome. So yeah. you have that community. Do you find any Christian homeschool? Parents yes. who are Christian that are trying to say yes. yes. So, so I thank God for the Melanin Village, and that's absolutely how I got in and got my feet wet, and you know, just like got the encouragement that I needed. Um, but soon after, I did feel a pull to find some people in our city and our community that we could actually go connect with um, here. So, um, I think I I kind of kept pulling on. Uh, a homeschooler well she she's actually a director of a homeschool program for gifted teenagers and she is called the cool nurse now she didn't do nothing elementary and I feel like every time I talked to her she kept trying to get me to start an elementary school like what she did oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like I'm like I have not heard that so just me <laughs> really kind of pulling me just kind of pulling on her um she would have some events at her home and just like, because everybody know that she's the woman. Like in Memphis, Tennessee, when it comes to like, you know, like um, homeschooling, black kids, but not traditional, like not like sitting in your house, like the yeah. unconventional, expert, ex, what is it called? Um, experiential type learning. Like yeah. she's a lady. 
her name is Rachel Jones. And so like, I just kind of, I just would tug on her when I could. So she was like, well, hey, I got a building now. I'm just going to have them, you know, I'm just going to open my doors up. So like, she basically gave us homeschooling mom network events, basically, you know, like, oh, hey, y'all come on, we got some snacks. I'm opening up my, you know, opening up my space and whoever you meet, that's who you meet. So I went to one and um, a lady was there just writing on the board while me and some other moms talking. And she was like, she was starting a co-op. So that's a word I had heard a few times, but I didn't know what that word was. I heard the word tutorial and I heard the word co-op. And so a tutorial is when you register your children and they take a course in, in high school. It's a credited course, but it's taught by someone else. Um, mm -hmm. So you register them for chemistry and they go to a chemistry tutorial. You drop them off and pick them up. A co-op is actually, it's like cooperation. It's the parents of the homeschool children working together to kind of like basically community, community share and be responsible for educating or just engaging with the children. So the lady was starting a co-op and co-ops normally meet one time a week. Um, and so I was just interested in signing up. So as a parent, generally of co-ops, you sign up in expectation that you're going to lead a class, but you just may lead one. You're like for mm -hmm. an hour. So you want to have a whole day schedule, but you just do one. So that was the intention. Um, and they were, and she was a believer. Like she immediately just like, I think she prayed when we were signing in, like uh, signing up for it. Um, so mm -hmm. I was really blessed to find that community. Um, and so she started the co-op. And it's so funny because technically, generally, co-ops don't have a fee because all the parents participate. Well, in our co-op, not many of the parents wanted to participate. They just kind of wanted to just slide their little coins and just kind of hang around. Not yeah. y'all kid out, but they just kind of like, we really need a mental break. So I actually teach elementary science, art, uh, and not any math, but science and art on Wednesdays from like for like four hours a day so I mean on Wednesdays and I get a little stipend so it's pretty fun right. like I love I love the kids um so we we're a co-op but we really not generally have co-ops work um but it is it is um a Christian community right now we're not heavy on teaching Bible because mm -hmm. we do have different people there but just knowing that we start with prayer we end with prayer you know like we Jesus is part of what we do knowing that my kids can still be um, exposed to uh, just a positive loving environment and learn people from different cultures and different beliefs. So I really, really love that so much. Um, so that's, um, we were able to connect with a Christian um, community. And then we, and, and there, there, and there are pockets of people that I know here and there, but the co-op is really where we get like the majority of our outside of the house social experience for the girls oh I love that that's what I thought you were talking about I forgot what you mentioned when I, I said like you know I was in the bathroom like <laughs> what I was talking when we first got on the phone and I thought that's what you meant what different parents were teaching I forgot what you said because I asked it was you the, so okay so what okay so what we do now as far as me homeschooling my so technically my eight-year-old is my homeschooler because that's who is getting grades reported for her right now so my five-year-old and my three-year-old, they're homeschooled as well. But I say officially because I'm not, nobody else is getting grades reported right now. Yeah. Except 
except Asia Grace. Um, so when I started homeschooling her, you know, I'm on teachers pay, teachers.com and in different places, pulling worksheets. I actually purchased some curriculums. I'm all over the, you know, internet because one thing about in the state of Tennessee, they do not, I'm not gonna say they don't care, but they only they only are concerned right now for grades and attendance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. they do not have their hand or their nose in what you're teaching your children. So if you if your child fails, but you, you know, of course you report A's, but you fail your child, that is that is absolutely on you as a parent. Now, if your child excels, then kudos to you as a parent. So you know, I know some states you have to, even if you homeschool, you have to go by this K, you know, K-12 curriculum. Tennessee doesn't do us like that. So you can, you are literally in control of what your child learns and doesn't learn, which I like. So, you know, I first homeschool, I'm pulling, you know, different things. We haven't, I, I had us like schedule this, what we're doing. Mm -hmm. um, but then I realized even with my other two, that the schedule that I was trying to create, one one thing I would encourage anybody who thinks about homeschooling, do not try to take a school schedule and shove it into your home schedule. Uh-huh. That's not gonna work. That no. is not gonna work. You are going to be frustrated, you are going to be depleted, and it is not because one thing about a school is that that's that institution is structured for that. And then yeah. also, too, you think about like lunch. I kept telling my husband, I'm like, and we, I kind of figured things out as I was going. I'm like, the reason why this schedule isn't even working is something as simple as lunch is because a teacher walks the class to the lunchroom. The lunch is prepared, you know, like, yeah. <laughs> and, you, and you don't have to clean up. You don't have to prepare it. You just got to make sure that they set the timer. Okay, y'all, we quiet for three minutes. And that's to make sure everybody eat their lunch. And then you guys can talk and then we leave. But yeah. at the time, I'm like, my goodness, I'm trying to, you know, fix the lunch. And, and but, but keep in mind, I'm trying to stay on the schedule. Like I'm trying to stay here. Um, Even bathroom breaks. That's the type of stuff we don't think about at home. Like, no, we're trying to stay on this schedule. And then you got to use the bathroom. I got to change this diaper. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is not working. And it's because <laughs> School schedules are for school. Home schedules should be completely different. It's at home. Right. This is everybody's safe place. This is everybody's, you know, place of rest. So you're really trying to create a new environment in your home. So that was that was one thing. So okay, so I had curriculums all over the place, trying to pull them together, and that worked for a second. But then I quickly realized that that one, I'm not a strong planner. Or I wasn't. I'm trying working on it. Mm -hmm. So one thing about cur curriculums are awesome for people who like to get their week together weeks before the yeah, week yeah. At the time. You know, going to get supplies and that. Like, oh, that's awesome. I am the type of homeschooling mom. We wake up today. I'm in the kitchen and I see I see the some I see the coffee um the coffee filters. Oh, let's paint coffee filters and make butterflies out of them. Like mm -hmm. that's, that's how that's how I do. Or we go outside today. Oh, let's hunt for rocks. You know, let's build a rock. Like I'm so random and so abstract, and it works in our favor. But I kind of realized when it, as much as I wanted to free school, I still wanted to make sure that my daughter knew how to read, you know, was yeah, up on yeah. her math, and I didn't want to fail her on that aspect of it, because um, socially, 
she knocking out the park. Like, you know, she can hold her weight with pretty much, you know, a few, a few years older than her, but I didn't want her to be in spaces and rooms and she not know academically what her peers could know or, or should know. Yeah. Yeah. So, so as I was thinking through that, I'm like, okay, I just really feel like that curriculums are overwhelming for me. And as a homeschooling mom, if you're overwhelmed, then the whole operation shut down. Like, no, like no offense. I know that your classroom mm-hmm. depends on you, but truth be told, like the school ain't stopping because you having a slower morning, you know right. what I'm saying? Right. Or, or because you haven't had your coffee. But mm-hmm. I'm I'm the school, the teacher, everything. So it's like, mm-hmm. if mama is overwhelmed, then all we're going to do is color. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So I prayed about it. And I had heard about this school here in Memphis called Gateway. I heard about it before. And I actually had went and inquired about it for my older daughter. But for some reason, I guess they thought I was trying to put her in the actual school. But anyway, mm-hmm. they offered something called extension program and what that is is that they provide the educational material so and they do it they break it up into units so mm-hmm. each unit um my daughter gets a math workbook science social study english and word building and they are student led so it's like it's no teacher book and it's and it's just her workbook but in the directions, it tells her, you know, well, get your supervisor or, you know, or your teacher to work through you with this or, you know, let's talk about this. And I love it. It takes the think Ooh. work out of the, it takes the think work out of the academic part for me. And I can focus on, I make sure we do her worksheets together and we go test. Each week, she can take up to four tests in her unit. And oh. so, you know, little plug for my baby, she has taken about, 22 tests and she has passed 100a on every single one of them so i'm very <laughs> proud of her um and that gave me peace to know that you know this it's, it's a state level work yes. so that blessed me to know that okay she you know it blessed me to know that i actually was teaching her some things like she mm-hmm. knew this stuff she has she's not struggling through these workbooks um and then so um, it takes the think word out, think work out, and it gives me the opportunity to do what I do best, and that's the random stuff, that's the fun stuff, you know, that's the the cooking. Let's go to the let's go to the park, let's go to mm-hmm. the zoo, let's go finger paint and 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 wet some chalk and play on the sidewalk, like you know, that's the kind of stuff that frees my mind up to do that. So I really love that's where we are now, and I tell anybody, I don't know where God will have us in the next three or four years, but right yeah. now extension program going to pick up workbooks and filling them out and taking them back and testing and get you know knowing that they are documenting her grades and everything that that blessed me and we home like we are we are all the way home so I love that for right now I love that too I wish yeah. I had that they probably did have it I I don't know but yeah. my, my child is grown I have grandkids now so it's different yeah I I because in my head, somewhere it is a school. And that yeah. would be like something to yeah. have, you know, that, okay, I know somebody who did this. And mm-hmm. this way, we don't have to start from scratch. We don't have to reinvent the wheel. Yeah. I yeah. love that. And then, so does she, does she get 
state level test you know how third grade in here i don't know yes. the united states so so eventually she will not this year for second grade but i think starting next year in third grade that she will um and and honestly it's still an option that's not that's not something that's mandatory i believe right now and of course i'm gonna know for sure next year mm -hmm. but i believe that testing for homeschoolers is not a requirement in the state of Tennessee. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm not an elementary. Now, you know, like, yes, yeah, like, it's not. It's not. It's just, it's reporting grades and attendance, like I said. So, oh. of course, the parents want to test and track the, um, basically, it's just, it's the, it's the, 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 um, the retention rate, you know, of their children, then that's an option. Now, yeah, when you, yeah, it's not, it's not a requirement. I'm almost positive because I remember everybody in the community, like, you know, hey, where are some places that we can take our kids to get testing? Like, it's not, it's not like, hey, you know, you got to test your third grader. Like, you don't even have to test. And, and some people, some moms and parents in Tennessee will take their children out of school just because of that. So yeah, even as, as I'm talking, I know that that's the thing you don't, we're not required. Oh, okay. But so as long as she's passing the unit, so do does that extension do like a, a um, cumulative test for all the units at the end of the year to see if she retained that information? Now, you know what? Now, I don't know about that. And that that would be wise, you know, because she could just be able to, you know, remember this stuff for, um, for this time. And the workbooks are, the workbooks do, they are cumulative that you can tell that they build off of the one in front of it. So everything mm -hmm. is added up. But I need to ask that question. That is a question I don't know. I never thought mm -hmm. about that. I need to ask them that. Because you know, we can learn it. I mean, not saying yeah. she's not learning, but I get what you're saying. sometimes we go back and we're like, oh, I forgot. Yeah. My, my yep. grandkids went to a private school and they had trimester tests. Mm -hmm. And that was everything in that first trimester. The second trimester was everything in both trimesters. And the third test at the end of the year was for everything for the whole year. That used to be, my granddaughter was so mm. stressed out about that. Mm. I mean, it was a lot. And yeah. so you can see how much they retain. You don't have to, but you'll know when she gets to the fourth grade, if she remembers anything yeah. you know, that she learned, she should, because that, that's my niece. So. I, mm -hmm. <laughs> I yeah. already know. I remember yeah. things I learned in kindergarten. So, <laughs> yeah. so yeah. you already said some things about, oh, you answered everything that I had to say. <laughs> How you it? I mean, you did this. That's the Proverbs uh, 31 woman. That's what I'm talking about. Oh, and you yeah. found your communities. And yeah. so how do you cope with the stress in the, in the challenges? And then what are your successes? I know you said, a few mm -hmm. things that are, this is what your daughter, but how, what are your personal successes, your school-wide okay. successes and mm -hmm. struggling? Like there has yeah. to be struggles. I struggle. I'm still okay. Struggling. Yeah. So, so how I cope, um, for sure. Um, and it's not cliche. I absolutely have to rely on God for a lot of things. I have to, to, um, petition the Holy Spirit for a lot of things. And one thing that I will say that God showed me, and I, and it's not a suggestion. Suggestion. I have been talking, and it's come up in a lot of conversations lately, especially with women. Um, like God commands us to rest. It's not. It's not a suggestion. It's not a. Oh, I think you should take a break. Like it's a commandment. Um, and one thing I'm learning about Him, I've known, but it's being proven to me that if God requires it of us 
it's for our benefit. Mm -hmm. It is for our benefit. It has to take place. Um, so one thing that I learned because I got very, I got very not stressed out, um, stressed out like mentally from being challenged. I just got stressed out from doing the work, just from constantly being with my children and not necessarily the education piece, but it's like, it's no, there's no off. I even explained to my husband, there's no drive home. You know, there is no, there's no lunch break, you know, where I'm leaving out and just kind of taking a, you know, a breeze break. Like, let me, I don't got to smoke. Let me get some air, you know, um, yeah, yeah. or just even driving home, like leaving school and transitioning to your next destination. It's none of that. It's like we roll, we literally roll from homeschool into playtime and now it's dinner time and now it's bath time so it's just an ongoing thing and then when that's done yeah. let me help my husband you know just with his mm -hmm. music ministry whatever we need to talk about whatever content we need to create whatever phone calls I need to make um so that in itself was getting overwhelming and so what I know the recipe I got from the Lord was taking an off day um so Fridays everyone in this house knows that I am off I'm off. Like mm -hmm. I, it took a minute for it to become a custom for yeah. me and for my children and my husband as well. Cause you know, it's kind of like, ah, you're talking about off days, you know, and then the next Friday you doing something else. But like, no, it took a second for it to like yeah. literally be solidified to where my friends and family be like, oh, it's Friday. You off ain't it? I'm like, yeah, I'm off. <laughs> and so it doesn't matter if I go to the park, if I go to the library, um, my husband is supported to the point to where if I just want to lock myself in the room and watch movies all day, like I'm just, I'm not accountable to anybody today. Um, and so that's a bigger, that's a bigger thing, but I had to like say, this is what I wanted to do. Um, so that's how long, time. wait, how long did it take for you to re realize that? Um, that's what it, it, it took me. It took me maybe about, about two years. Like, yeah, really? like, cause, because I feel like that as women, especially black women, we go and go and go mm -hmm. and we don't realize that we don't need to go until we can't go. Uh -huh. You know what I'm saying? Like, as long as we got energy to go, we think, oh, this must mean I need to go. In reality, it's like, ma'am, stop before you're depleted. You know, like we ride on E. We like, oh, I still got some gas. Just passing all the gas stations. Like, I can still uh -huh. get there. I can still get there. Because if it's gas in the tank, it must mean to go. But none of us do our vehicles like that. When that light right. comes on, it, it's not a it's not a, a challenge to see how yeah. far you can go before your gas tank runs out. It's an alert to replenish this fuel that you need to go where you're going. So it took me it took me a minute to figure out that that's exactly what I needed to do. Now I knew I needed to do something. Yeah. But, but literally pulling away. Um, so that that does help me. It, it, anytime I get now, I literally pray during the time and I ask God to make this time last. Like, mm -hmm. so even in the moments where I can't take a nap or I can't take a break, let this nap matter to me then. Like all the feeling that I'm getting from this time right now, let me be able to pull from it. You know, like I need mm -hmm. this deposit to last. So that is how I cope. Um, because I I am in this I am in a high stress, um, not in a negative way, you know. All stress yeah. is not a bad thing, but no, just being with, yeah, being with my three girls all day long. So like that, my husband, he's an independent gospel artist, so he's here a lot too. So I'm 
I am pulled on by everyone at mm-hmm. any given time. Um, so that's that's generally that's generally how I cope. Getting up early in the morning. Um, I kind of have been slacking and I can tell when I slack, like getting up in the morning, getting my devotion with God, getting into worship, just being quiet or letting my thoughts, letting them run, let them do whatever they want to do. You know, being in your head is a lot of work too. Just being in Uh your own mind. So 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 that's that's how I come. Listen, when I say Proverbs 31 woman, I (laughs) No, oh I just literally now me and Shanae, the girl, the woman who I started the podcast with. Yeah, we did a, we did a, a, a show about rest and that you need it. But mm. just three weeks ago, now that was back in June, July. So mm-hmm. just three weeks ago, every day I go seven days a week, like mm. seven days a week. I have grandkids who play basketball. We have yeah. to travel with it. And mm-hmm. uh, we you you know Sunday is church you always got something to do so yeah. just weeks ago it was a Sunday I took yeah. a day I sent a message to people I said I'm not doing anything I'm staying home hmm. doing nothing yeah. I was able to take a nap get up yeah. and still do and I felt good when I got yeah. ready to go to work Monday I was good but I had to take that day and mm-hmm. and there is within seven days God made the, uh the earth in six days that he rested on seven, you really, he didn't, you said it's not a suggestion. That is something that we need. There's a cycle in that seven days. Yeah. If it wasn't, how, the, we wouldn't, our calendars are made off of that schedule. Yeah. You know, everything is made off that schedule. That is something that mm-hmm. we as women don't take advantage of. Mm-mm. 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 Yeah. I love that you, that you, that you learned that. Yeah, I do thank you thank you it was a process it was a process and then your other question was um my um successes yeah so I'm excited to talk about those um I mean I would I think that from a larger scale is not so many uh it well it is I mean I'm successfully homeschooling but one thing that I am so so proud of is that's teaching my baby to read and she is a really good reader like like she, we riding down the street in the world. She's saying, I'm turning around like, wait a minute. I didn't even teach you that blend or, you know, so, um, and I would even, I would even, um, just, I pick at your brother. I'm like, I'm like, she reading good, ain't it? He was like, yeah, she is. I'm like, you know, I taught her how to read. Honey. You know, I'm like, you know, I did that, right? Like I did that. And he's like, yeah, you did a good job. I'm like, yeah, you need to tell me that before I have to come here fishing for, um, for accolades and a kudos. But, um, but that is. And it, it gives me confidence, you know, and I know that my other two girls are completely different. They're showing me that right now, but I know that I can do it. Um, I know that I'm capable and that they can do it. So we'll do it together. So that's one um, success. And just, um, you know, just staying consistent and persistent because um, consistency for me is a struggle too. Like I shared at the beginning, like my hobby is to start hobbies. So, mm-hmm. you know, I'm, I'm a... I pick and choose unintentionally what I'm going to follow through on and what I want. Um, and, and just not being financially responsible for my home. I can do that. You know, I can just like, Oh, I'm going to do this today. Oh, I'm not going to do this today. And that's absolutely my personality type 100%. Um, so staying dedicated to this, it really says a lot to me. So just still being at it and still loving it and enjoying it. That is an absolute success uh, for me. 
And I know it's for my girls, but for me, it is. So that was my that is. Yeah. That's good. You know that is coming from inside. So you, that's not <laughs> other things, other hobbies. Most likely they come from outside, outside stimulation, but that's innate because that's how you can yeah. continue to do it because that's what yeah. you're supposed to be doing. You yeah. can say, oh, I like roller skating and oh, let's go roller skating. But that's something from outside. You saw it and it looked good. Mm -hmm. But when it's coming yeah. from inside, that is fabulous. So I'm not going to keep you. I just want to let me see what I want to sum up because this is, I'm loving it. I'm loving you. You don't understand. I'm just like, I'm doing this on a different level, but it's like everything I need is given to me. <laughs> I do have to read out because of the district I'm in, I do have to go out there and get a whole lot of stuff. But yeah. in general, you know, this is the curriculum teacher. You know, these are your students, teach them that stuff. If this is your classroom, order what you want. I don't have to come up with a whole lot in my head. Just yeah. that innate part that wants to teach these students. That's something different. I have to want to do it every day. Yeah. But so I got that and your your baby is learning. And I know I see some pictures. You have not just one, you have the two mm -hmm. little ones in school too. Yeah. So and so with three, well, there are three, there are three little ones here, eight, five, mm -hmm. and two. Three, my brain. Yeah, so it's three. Yeah, three small ones here at home. Yeah, and then my sixteen-year-old, she's at school, so that's where oh, she okay. wants to be. So yeah, yeah, because you're a teenager. Yeah, yep. Yeah. And I and I knew that she would love it, but you know, when you get to a certain age, you don't want your mama to know that you're gonna love anything. So <laughs> so yeah. Yeah, yeah. I know some teenagers who went who were homeschooled all their life, and then mm -hmm. they did it. Like, like you said, they weren't brown and yeah. they did it. And I'm like, went to college with them. I'm like, yeah, hey, college. How does yeah. that work? Like, yeah. What, what a lot of people do not know is that there are so many, not loopholes, but so many favored entryways coming from a homeschool um, background. Like there are oh. so many like opt outs and opt ins yeah, from yeah, being yeah. homeschool like you know and of course in high school you can be dual enrollment like your child can literally be on a track to get their um diploma and taking college courses yeah and, yeah you know and graduate and have that together so yeah it's a lot and I've heard before that some colleges are literally searching out homeschool homeschool children like just because we know that they're different like they got mm -hmm. Yeah, you have something to offer. Your parent was a dedicated parent most of the mm -hmm. time, nine times out of 10. Your parent was there making sure you understood what was yeah. happening and you're learning. Yeah. Not to mention, you're learning about the world because yeah. homeschooling, you have the advantage to take your child out to the world on mm -hmm. a field trip, like a real field trip. Yep, yep. And that's what that's one thing I love about our family dynamic at home as well because when my husband gets called to go different places, we go too. Um, and then when we know we're taking the girls and we know we have time, I'm looking up the, you know, the aquariums there, the zoos there, the parks there. And so it's a lot of fun. It is a lot of fun. So they get to travel and get to go see places that I'm just now seeing for the first time being 35 years old. <laughs> That's cool, right? So I thank you so much for sharing all your challenges, sharing all your successes, sharing mm -hmm. your what your babies are doing 
I, yeah. I watched, I remember when you first started and I saw mm-hmm. your videos. I was like, she's doing that thing. I was telling everybody. I was like, no, she has a whole classroom set up her <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So oh, I'm just loving it. And then just to know that you're trained, you know your assignment is to train your child up, Absolutely. train your children up in the Absolutely. so they could be productive citizens yeah. Yeah. and with a spiritual base, with a moral understanding of what they are here for. I mean, because mm-hmm. whatever you want, you're instilling in those children. You said about school. You sure. can have teachers that don't believe, saying all kinds of teaching craziness. You know that could happen. Yeah. So, any last words? If, if you could tell any one parent, mm-hmm. give any one parent advice. I know you give you gave a whole lot. You just is <laughs> a course right here. You know you can teach this course right here. And any advice? If I'm a new parent, I got a five year old child. I have twins. How about that? Yeah. And I want to. I said, okay. I know some people homeschool. I think I want to try it. Well, yeah. So the first thing that I will tell you is to try your best to unlearn your education. Try your best to let go of your expectation of what your five-year-old should and be shouldn't should and shouldn't be doing. That's number one. Um, because we have like unrealistic expectations of what they should be doing. I encourage you to let your five-year-old show you what they're interested in. Mm-hmm. Um, absolutely Google the best you can. Facebook is a good place to start um to try to find uh, organizations in your area. I say check out the Melanin Village. That's a free plug right there. Like Melanin Village. Like she gonna be around for a long time. Um, but th- those are the main things, honestly. Like if you got your five-year-old twins, getting a home schedule, it does not take all day to teach your child. Mm. 15 minute spurts of time here and there. We're gonna play with these blocks. Five and six-year-olds are best with play-based learning. Like, don't try to sit them in front of, you know, even the computer or workbooks or worksheets. It's like, hey, we playing with the Play-Doh. We playing with the the kinetic sand. Um, And and learn learn your child. Learn your child. That's that's, That's one thing, too. Learn your child. Learn yourself. Learn your strengths. Work them harder acknowledge your weaknesses and try to supplement for those don't spend time trying to work hard on what you can't do that's where you that's where you go find support for what you can do but work what you can do like a rock star and what your child is good at like a rock star and god will surely show up and give you everything else that you need oh my god now i'm telling you you know the more to meet up that that is what david says why do you want to strengthen your weakness you don't know how to do that what you strengthen what you are strong at and get somebody to help you with what you don't know oh my god that is that helped me right here right now yeah i learned that one i learned that the hard way i promise you like nobody had to tell me that i figured that out i'm like no i'm good at this this and this and that's what i'm gonna focus on because i've been trying to to perfect my weaknesses forever. Mm-hmm. I'm like, Lord, it's a reason why God said my strength is made perfect in your weakness. Like, so I, I'm supposed to be weak. His strength can't be made perfect if I'm strong everywhere. So I'm like, I'm oh. be made perfect. 
Mm-hmm. You know how powerful that was to me right there, right there. <laughs> that that was just for me, and I don't have kids. Right? <laughs> oh my God, that's just in my life. I'm trying to. Yeah. Lord, I keep messing up right here. Yeah. I keep, my mouth won't shut up, and yeah. oh, I got to keep on practicing how to shut my mouth. I mm-hmm. no, I uh-uh. I gotta give that to God. I'm not even going there. And then the other thing that you just said was, um, that. Uh, to learn your child. I did a whole uh, 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 session on that, learning yeah. the way your children learn. Yeah. They might learn, I can learn mm-hmm. by you sitting here telling me, mm-hmm. then I can go do it because you, I listened. I can mm-hmm. learn like that. You know mm-hmm. who learns like that? Teachers. Yeah, Teachers. yeah, yeah. Not everybody's a teacher. Mm-hmm. So I might need to put my hands in it. Your child might need to put her hands in it and then work through it. Your, your child might have to read it and write it and all that stuff. So you do have to yeah. learn. Your child might be a mix of it all because yep. I, can, I can practice it. I can read it. So, man, I thank you so much, Stacy. I thank you. you. Inviting me. I promise the highlight of my day. Thank you so much. Oh, yeah. Oh, this is great. I th- I love it. So I want to tell everybody thank you for tuning in to my yeah. sister in love, Stacey Johnson, here on Educated with Oil. Mm-hmm.